Hello, welcome to Boss Women, a podcast about women, comedy and business. My name's Katie and this is my mum, Karen. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said. Mama said, Mama said. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, my Mama said. How are you mum? Oh, I'm a wee bit tired. I think my voice is going now. You during the latest night of the Fringe last night, didn't you? Well, I, I took um, some performers out to dinner, uh, and it was lovely because it was at the Outsider, and the fireworks were going off at the end of the tattoo. Very nice, oh, very so nice. So they absolutely loved it. They've put a lovely thing on Facebook. Anyway, you've had, you've had a brilliant run. They very have. proud of you. Full houses, what can we say? Right, why are we here, Katie? <laughs> Today we have a lovely new interviewee, don't we? Um, I know, we're very excited. Are you going for it? Do you want me yes, to I'd, I'd lo- you know, you'd go for it, Katie, no, no, you're better it. than me. Stop it, go on. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to have the very beautiful Esther Minito. Oh, thank you. Um, Welcome, Esther. Esther Minito was a So You Think You're fin- Funny finalist in 2017, and this is your debut hour um, at the Gilded Balloon with a show called Crusade. Tell mm. us about Crusade. <laughs> well, Crusade. Hello, welcome. <laughs> oh, yes, welcome. I forgot to say welcome. Uh, yeah, no, thank you for having me. Crusade is, uh, yes, yeah, so it's my debut hour, and it's just uh, trying to have a kind of look at identity politics and not bracketing people into boxes mm-hmm. and looking more at the kind of human element of people instead of creating division through identity yep. which sounds really fun yes I loved it I loved it as well um, it was really powerful the one that I saw you burst into tears oh, do you, that all, one? Yeah, oh, do you always no. do that <laughs> no someone what asked happened? me that afterwards they were like do you do you cry every show I was yeah. like no I'm not a performer yeah I think it was like um, day 11 and it was day, I'll tell you what it was it was day 11 um, and, I, and it was actually Eid um, mm-hmm. And I'd phoned my kids in the morning just to say hi to them, and they had my dad there cooking, and they were all having the big Aww. lunch, and you know my family yeah. were coming round, and I was just like, oh, it's just really long. Yeah. And then it was day eleven of the fringe, that's so kind of like <laughs> halfway point. And yeah. Halfway through the show, I can't remember what point. I just went. <laughs> And everyone was like, oh my god, just brought the room to silence. <laughs> because it was incredible. you do start the show very mumsy. Yeah, you know, with yeah, that's the first area of identity I'm trying to look at. So I divided it into three areas. Um, So I wanted to look at how people want to bracket you the moment you say you're a mother, more so than a father, which I stand by. I think there's still kind of subconscious sexism that um, somehow the father doesn't have the same ideals to live up to as a mother. So I wanted to address that first, then look at how um, you're bracketed when you talk about your Arab heritage and then bracketed as when you when you're saying you're proud of being British. Yes, that, because you mm-hmm. are half Lebanese. I am half Lebanese. And half Geordie. Half Geordie. <laughs> your mother's yeah. a Geordie and your dad's Lebanese. Which is um that sounds a like quite a mixture. Yeah, quite a mix. <laughs> How on earth did they meet? Uh well basically my dad got kicked out of um quite a lot of schools Mm -hmm. Uh, was he brought up in the UK though no oh right no he was kicked out he uh, was in Lebanon um, and he got kicked out of um, he was in an Islamic school 
and uh, he uh, said some blasphemous things, so mm. he was kicked out of oh, really? school. And then he was sent to Egypt, uh, and he got kicked out of school there. So they're like, right, we're sending you. What was he? A bit of a <laughs> rebel, or yeah, a bit of a rebel, bit of a rebel. <laughs> wanted that. That's the thing with my dad. He was. He always was very, um, very feminist, uh, very right on. And I think he. He's somebody who's just... He's got this just core of justice that I will never be able to live up to because he does not care if he isolates everybody in a room. If he feels that something's Mm -hmm. wrong, he will stand up for it. So he's got that real sense of justice. So then he ended up getting sent to the UK at 14. Wow. Yeah. Um, And they just put him in for his A-levels at 14. So he's seeing his A-levels at 14 in Birmingham. You're (laughs) kidding me. Um, Why would they do that? Because they didn't... I think I I don't I don't fully know. I think they've just like well you know we'll just send him into a college and he probably he probably looked older than fourteen maybe and then he decided to stay on for university so he went up to Newcastle University and that's at what age he he, uh, well he went back to Lebanon um, had an engagement arranged to his first cousin and then he came back to Gates well to Newcastle University Mm -hmm. and met my mum uh, during the sit-ins against the Vietnam War oh really because I thought you were going to say so you went to university at 15 (laughs) my dad is Stephen Hawkins Um, (laughs) and so he got out of that arranged marriage well, he. Well, happen? oh God, there's a story so they, there. Yeah, because my mum was already married. She'd married at sixteen to get out of the house. Bloody hell! So she'd married just a nice local guy. Yeah, just to get out of the house. Um, and my dad was engaged to his first cousin. They met in the uh, in the anti-Vietnam uh, demonstrations at University of Newcastle. And then my dad had to leave. He was like, "Oh, I've got to go back to Lebanon." And my mum was like, "But I love him." Mm-hmm. And so my mum hitchhiked with her friend from Gateshead to the uh, Beirut port no. really during the war what a woman oh I know and God. just walked into a shop um, which was a um, a tile shop <laughs> and said I don't suppose you know who this guy is and because the town that my dad lives in is so small yeah. he was like yeah no he's my friend oh my and God. so he just rang up my dad and my dad was like shit <laughs> Englishwoman and I'm supposed to be getting married and then she just rocked up and wow. I was like alright I'll call so off she engagement she's quite um, formidable character yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she well, knows what she wants yeah very headstrong wow. very, very headstrong but what did she do with her marriage <laughs> she, <laughs> she got divorced she sucked that yeah, they stayed friends he actually became friends with my dad oh that's yeah. cute oh that's yeah. good so yeah they got on very well so did your dad move to Newcastle then no so they lived in Beirut during the war that's where my sister was born um, oh, wow. Yeah, so my mum was... How many siblings do you have? Two. So they were in Beirut, but the war kicked off. Um, and my mum, she tells some fascinating stories, but she was, yeah, they were sleeping in the bathroom floor because that was the only place that bullets didn't come through the flat. And Jeez. it was, yeah, pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And then they fled to Athens, and that's where my other sister was born. Mm-hmm. And then they came to England and had me. So both my <laughs> sisters are like... Oh. <laughs> You were born in England. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the most interesting place out of the three. I was like, no, oh, no, I'm really cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Am I right in saying that women go into the army in, in Lebanon? Or no, that- you go, the men go into the army, but you, you only go into the army if you have a brother. If you don't, if really? you're, yeah, if you're, really? um, yeah, if you're an only boy, you don't have to go into the army. Oh, oh wow. I wonder why that is. Because they need, in case the dad passes away, they need to have a man of the family. Of course. All right. So that's why... So you weren't born out there, you were born... No, 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 I was born here. Were you born in London? I was born in Cambridge. 
Oh, very nice. <laughs> Inspired by Grof and Essex. <laughs> so, both of them went to university before. They, yeah. they went through their university. Yeah. Yeah. And is your mum a career woman? Uh, my mum was a teacher, a drama teacher. That's what she did. She did her degree in uh, drama, and my dad did his in astrophysics. <laughs> and my mum was, yeah, my mum was a drama teacher, and my dad worked as an audio engineer. Yeah. Oh, astrophysics, my goodness. I don't before even we, what that is. before we get into, um, <clears throat> yes, too much family stuff, because that is, it's going to take a while. I think You've got a lot of stories. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, tell us about your comedy career. So, um, how long you've been doing it? And how, I mean, why you were, did you get into comedy? Yeah, were you influenced by we your mum then if she no. was a drama teacher? Do you notice we talk over each other? We're going to have to stop that. But also, would you your children talk would to you like Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I just do the Lebanese hand, which is... <laughs> <laughs> which means there's trouble. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been doing comedy for three years. Um, and I never ever thought in a million years I'd go into comedy. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years. Um, was I influenced by my mum? No. No, I think my mum's a much more, she was a much more confident, louder woman than I was. And I think that made me kind of shy away from the whole drama. So why, what what made you go into comedy? Um, So I was at home, I I was a teacher um, and I was on maternity leave with my son. And um, I had a two year old girl uh, and a seven month old boy. um, And I was just, I... I, I'd kind of lost my personality a little bit. I'd mm. just gone inward a little bit. Sure. Um, and a friend of mine who is a performer and in Edinburgh mm-hmm. uh, at the moment, she wanted to do a comedy writing course. So I was like, okay, well, if that's like once a week, doing something creative, it'll get my brain functioning. It'll be a couple of hours that's mine. Yeah. <clears throat> so I started doing it. And then they do a showcase at the end of the course. Um, and I was like, there's no way I'll do the showcase. Just, I'm not doing stand-up. You don't want, you didn't do want to perform. No, 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 no. Just I was like, I'll just bail. Yeah, because that sounds like hell. Um, and then I ended up doing the showcase. Uh, as a teacher, you stand up and you stood up in front of a lot of people. A lot of people say that there's a similarity, mm. but I, I don't. I don't feel that there's a similarity. Mm. The pressure, like with the with the students, I've never been like me, or you know, I want you to, I want your approval, so mm-hmm. I just go in. You yeah, know, do, your job do my and, job and yeah. leave. So I do feel like there's a difference, but I know what you mean. There is that yeah. confidence of articulating yourself in front of people. So how did the showcase go? Did you hate it everyone went, ever? No, okay. I, it went well. It went well. How long um, did you have to do? Only five minutes, but I drunk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were in a schoolroom situation. No, what are you talking about? Well, when because it's a writing course. <laughs> oh, I and see. I thought they're sitting yeah, it writing. was. No, it was a bit like that. You had to, but they taught you. They were trying to teach you like stand-up skills, yeah. and then they did this showcase at the end um, that you invite your friends and family to. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was, and my husband just got absolutely battered. He was convinced I was going to make a massive prat out of myself. Mm-hmm. So he was traumatized. He was. I was like, "Why are you so drunk?" He yeah. was like, I'm just. I just had this like, Nervous, I'm going to watch yeah. my wife be a complete prank. <laughs> and it's going to be mortifying. Mm-hmm. I bet he was very proud. What? It, or well, was he too well, drunk? He was too drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, he went up to the MC afterwards and was like, I'm Esther's wife. I was like, oh, good God, just get my hat. <laughs> I'm um, Esther's wife. <laughs> absolute shit face. Um, it took, I think it took him a long time. It took him a couple of years to get on board with what really? he was doing. It was a real shock to the family. I may as well have just come home and said, I'm going to start... But how did you feel after doing that first five minutes then? Um, 
I felt really elated and then I thought, yeah, I want to do it again. Really? I think that was it. The bug bites you. Yeah. And I think for some people, they either do their first gig and it doesn't go yeah. as well as they'd hoped and they never do it again. Or I think the bug bites you and then I think you're, you're pretty much going to keep going. So then what was the next stage? Did you just start trying to get five minute spots? Here yeah, I think or? my next gig was Funny Women. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I just started doing the competitions. Yes. Um, just gigging more and more. But it, it was it was a big thing to, to manage because like now it's become a career. So I'm earning my money from it. Um, I'm developing it as a career, which is very different to the family are behind me. But at the time to go out and do four or five open mic nights a week yeah, and you've nothing. got two young children. children and your husband's working a nine to five. It was like, what are you doing? And rationally, he was right. Yeah. Rationally speaking, for your partner to go I'm just going to be doing these nights four or five times a week and I know it was completely selfish yeah sure but there was just this thing of like I know that you're right but I'm not going to stop no no and you were hooked on it so yeah. and, and how's you now now he's he's, he's really supportive really I have supportive. to say Esther you are the hardest working comedian I know if you look at if you follow uh, Esther on any social media she is gigging all the time all Got over the now. country <laughs> Honestly, I don't, and you know, there's like I was talking to Maisie Adam about it, and she's got no responsibilities, <laughs> nothing that nobody that's you know demanding her attention all the time, and you gig like twice as much as she does. Like, it, how how do you cope with having children and doing it? How old are your children now? They're six and four. Right, so one of them's at school. The, uh, my little boy will be starting school in September. Let's not talk about that because I will cry again. Oh no! Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Can't handle that. Are you going to have any more children? Do you know what? I absolutely love babies, but I'd rather be hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh, well. do it again. I can't do the sleepless nights. No. Nobody prepares you for that. And yeah, I certainly no. won't be able to gig and, yeah. and have another baby. Yeah. I see, like, this is the thing, as I see a lot of comedians who start and then they'll meet someone and then they want to have children, but that's when they're working comedians. And I'm like, I see them, you know, when they're heavily pregnant, like Tanya Edwards, when I was gigging with her and mm-hmm. she's... And you're like, oh, mate, I, there is part of me that's very glad that I got the kids done before. Yes. Before you yes. yes. I can't imagine doing the travel and the gigging. Do you, get the, do you get that horrendous guilt that all women seem to get? Do you, do you feel Not that? Not seem to get. All women oh, I feel, feel yeah. guilty all the time. Yeah, they do. Well, that's, that's the whole point of like the start of my show. Yeah. Is that my husband would never have that. He would no. never have that guilt. And I see there are so many men that have kids and, and are comedians. And they don't have that same guilt. Because... No you know they'll turn around and they'll say my wife's amazing or my wife's fantastic and nobody ever makes that comment I've yeah. never ever been there when somebody's turned around and gone your wife must be so supportive yeah. but yeah. I get it all the time like your husband's just amazing mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. well I don't work during the day so I do the daycare you know, mm-hmm. I'm with my children during the day and then he comes home and, and we swap shifts and also you're probably the one that has to get up at seven in the morning to yeah, get them yeah, off yeah. to school and get yeah. their breakfast. And yeah. I'm not saying that. And remember yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But even now, I had to pre-pack. They're coming up tomorrow, but I had to pre-pack bags before I left in July, so that they're there. All he has to do is zip it up. Because last Edinburgh, when I was up here doing a split show, my friend arrived with the children and they had no coats. <laughs> first thing we had to do was go to Primark and buy them a wardrobe <laughs> they literally just turned up like these kind of like war children like yeah. <laughs> labels around their neck like, oh. I was just like why wouldn't you pack coats they're coming to Scotland yeah yeah exactly um, he's like oh I've God. been trying Esther but I'm very stressed looking after the children by myself yeah it's very strange because uh, Rob Rouse and um, his Helen. wife Helen they have two young children well not that young but 
I think yeah, they're about five and five-ish, yeah. seven or something. But they come into the office and they dump them well, in the office. And they and they and I was going to say they play. They don't. They work. They actually. They are cutting out flashes and st- stapling flyers and all that stuff. Do you want another one? <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll be away next week, so yeah, exactly. it's quite. Bring them in. Would be amazing. It's like She's... therapy children for all yeah. the staff, and they just yeah. hear the little voice and they're like, "You don't oh. want my son? I wouldn't put my son in. Because my daughter would be amazing." Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, um, their little daughter is. Absolutely oh, loving her it. This morning. Yeah. Oh my god, she's an angel. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. I think lovely. he was looking at me like, "Can you stop staring at me?" <laughs> Are you dying to see your children? Yeah. Can't wait. How long has it been uh, since I've got here? Thank yeah. you, Mr. Yeah. So, but you speak to them every day, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So how do you deal with that kind of guilt feeling when you go off gigging and stuff? Do you? I used to feel really guilty, and I think um, I felt guilty when I first came up mm-hmm. um, because my daughter rang me going, "The house is just filled with boys," <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did, I did, I did feel really, really guilty, and I, I do get those waves of guilt. But then guilt's good. Though. Yeah. Um, but then there are times when I just think, um, so like when I did Dubai. Um, yeah, and my husband said, "Oh, I've just put the children to bed, and I've just shown them a picture of you on stage, and just mm-hmm. said, do you know that Mummy was the first person to tell jokes on that stage?'" Mm-hmm. And my daughter just went, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "It's things like that where I'm like, yes, yeah, totally that's pretty. Yeah. yeah, I hope, I really hope that she just does whatever she wants to do and yeah. doesn't ever feel those constraints of." Mm-hmm you know her background or whatever yeah. and also because you know coming from a background that you know with my dad it and both my parents being quite academic there was this thing of you know you must be academic go you to must, university yeah go to university lawyer doctors these yeah. are proper careers and I just wasn't very bright <laughs> so it's all about I think you're very bright <laughs> you're very bright um, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps but not yeah. academic <laughs> Perhaps not in a doctor way. No, yeah. no. So there was, you know, it was a real kind. Is it of your brothers you've got? Sisters. Oh, and you're all, all girls. All, all girls. girls. And have they gone into academia? Uh, my elder sister is a barrister. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, she actually, at the age of forty, went from being a lecturer and did a conversion degree to become a barrister and, wow. and did, has done it in two years so she's Jesus. amazing um, and my other sister uh, was a lawyer and now works um, as a legal policy officer for in close to your sisters yeah yeah really yeah, close. yeah and are they married with children as well uh, my elder sister is married to a lady, so that's oh. all controversial. Oh yes, yes. you talked about that in your show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's married, um, and they've got a girl. And my middle sister is a divorcee mm-hmm. um, and has a daughter as well. And you're the baby. I'm the baby. Yeah. Um, and I've heard actually, when you're a barrister or working in law, it's really hard to have a child and you know get back into it and everything yeah. they're really yeah are because it takes so many hours of yeah. work and yeah. well she i mean her daughter's 14 so she's all right yeah, independent mm, yeah. yeah that's good she doesn't see her anymore yeah her ipad and her phone <laughs> yeah exactly gone, yeah. Yeah. what kind of teenager were you talking um, about teenage you grew um, up in essex yeah i grew up in essex were yeah. you rebellious or no not at all not at all. My mum says actually I was the easiest out of the three. Really? Yeah, I just wanted to duck under the radar. Mm. I think I had that thing of like, I just don't really want to be noticed too much. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, so I had just a little group of friends and we just used to kind of, I guess I was a bit gothy, mm-hmm. not gothy, I don't know, grungy, Nirvana, yeah. that type yeah, of thing. Yeah. 
So a bit kind of like grungy and just never rebelled, never did anything. Stylish, it sounds like to me. Spiced. <laughs> I don't think I would have ever been stylish. <laughs> stylish. Well, Katie was a Spice Girls fan. Were you? Yeah, of course. Of did you course. do that thing with your friends where you all used to yes. like assign the different Spice Girls yes. and you then you all would have to like dress up as the different Spice Girls? Yeah, yeah. mum did something terrible when I chose my Spice Girl because obviously I wanted to be Scary Spice mm. and she just put far too much fake tan on my face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It was dreadful. I can't remember Have that. Have seen the video? Oh my God, it's horrible. Honestly, the things that you remember and I have completely forgotten. She put a bit too much foundation on me. Oh no. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I do remember your school friends all coming, all of them had, and I videoed them uh, being they, interviewed <laughs> as the Spice, Spice Girl. Oh, oh, everyone went through that phase. I always Insane. had to be Sporty Spice. Did you? Yeah, because yeah. I had short hair and I was boyish. Mm. I was always Sporty Spice, which yeah, is a tomboy. Yeah, we had Tomboy. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to be sporty spies. She was just like the non-sexual one. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And I was just like, I'll be really pretty. Like, yeah, I know. Exactly. And you can just be like the turd on the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fine. But yeah, so, so awesome, never how was boyfriend. your relationship with your parents when you were a teenager then? Um, I was always close to my dad. Uh, remain Are close you a to my dad. Girl? I wouldn't say that because my dad wasn't the type of person to have daddy's girls. Sure. He wasn't. He never assigned that kind of. Um, girliness yeah, to sure. us. In fact, the funny thing, I remember being, um, I remember getting ready to go out clubbing and mm. I was wearing a really short skirt. This was probably when I was about 18. And um, my friend's dad was like, you shouldn't be going out like that. You know, girls shouldn't dress like that. And I remember my dad coming up to me and going, um, <laughs> I don't know why I found it funny. I think it's just because <laughs> nobody ever says that to him. He just went, you look smashing. <laughs> Oh. And then it was like you, you know, any boy would be so lucky yeah. to even go near you. Yeah. And I remember that really stuck with me. And as a result, any bloke that tried to come near me, I'm like, oh, yeah. for everyone here, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just <laughs> amazing. And as a result, it meant that I never really saw. Yeah, uh, that's so great though. Yeah, there's so many girls. I mean, I was one of those girls that was just like, I'm not good enough for yeah. anyone. And Why does nobody love me? That. Yeah, my, a lot of my friends had that, and even I think you know to an extent, um, I saw that sometimes with my sisters, and mm. I never had that. And I'm that's really great. grateful for that. Really, really grateful that I never. I know mean, I was insecure in a million and one ways, but sure. I never was would let a boy be like, horrible to me or if yeah. somebody wasn't particularly pleasant I'd just be like oh well and you weren't like that. needing that never attention. chasing nothing yeah, so I always say that to my husband because he gets really defensive about my daughter and he's like she'll never have a boyfriend I'm like if you start that you're going to create this yeah you know male approval is something she needs to crave yeah sure um so yeah, no, I wasn't particularly. I was a bit of a dullard. So obviously, the dullard. Podcast, <laughs> this podcast is about uh, relationship between mum and daughter, right? Um, and I am basically trying to learn as much as I can from mum. So it's all through all these life lessons that she's passing on through the business, but also just in <laughs> life. Um, tell us about your relationship with your mum specifically. Okay, well, it's funny uh, that you say that because um, I think me and mum, I think being the youngest of three, I don't know if you've got brothers and sisters. I've got an older brother, yeah. But older he's brother. 18 years older than me, so. Okay, so. I didn't do it in between. No, you were wise. Wise. We've got a really, like, a good relationship because he was so much older than me. Yeah, so yeah. I was basically, it was like being brought up as a single child, but with a. Yeah, I think sometimes the younger one, I even notice it with my little boy, mm. you kind of just, there's a lot of assumption that like, okay, and that one's all right. It'll be all right. A lot more, if, when it's just you and your yeah. 
child there's a lot more attention that goes into it so I think being the youngest of three and both my parents working I think there was just a lot you know I remember my mum forgot me outside a couple of places oh, no. um, so I was like piano lessons just standing there going yeah hello <laughs> and like the school ringing mum going you've got to pick yeah. up because and also because my mum had no family around yeah. so she was doing it by herself you know full time job and three <clears throat> kids yeah. Um, so I think for a long time we didn't we didn't have that kind of bond. And then last year when I was in Edinburgh, she um, was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Oh dear! So I was travelling back from from Edinburgh doing the show here to go and see her in hospital, and it really brought us closer, and we became really really close. Yeah. Um, and then uh, last week or the beginning of this week, I don't know where we are. Mm-hmm. Days have just completely dissolved. It's, it's Friday, Friday today. I know it's mental. Man. People keep saying only ten days left. I'm like, ten days is a really long time. If you're going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Someone says you know you're just going to go to war for ten days. That's a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the usher downstairs, he comes out to me after my show, and he said, mm-hmm. "Oh, just to let you know, your mum was sat at the back, but she didn't want to let you know. Oh, she really? Just wanted to see your show. We've just." Um, ushered her into the loft bar so she's waiting for you in there yeah. so I came in and she was just I just want to say I'm so proud I'm so proud Aww. and then my sister had sent me a message saying oh mum just wanted to come and see you in case she doesn't make it to see you do this oh show because I didn't want her to come up because yeah. like, the journey's too much for you, you sure know? you mean uh, just last year or this it was, year yeah but it was last year she, yeah. she, she was, was diagnosed. diagnosed and so whilst she's okay now she keeps saying I don't feel like I've got that much Longer. How old is she? She's 72, but she's had her entire stomach removed. So she's incredibly... She's frail, but she's the most oh. headstrong woman. And she was like, no, no, I'm coming to see you in Edinburgh. And I was like, that will really upset me if mm-hmm. I think of you travelling up to Edinburgh. On your own. Or... On your own. Mm-hmm. And then she she was sat there, and, you know, she's tiny, absolutely tiny. And she, it was just... Yeah, it was really... And you did, you, did, you get, did you get oh. upset? I when, did when she left. I yeah. just put her in a taxi back to the station to get her train back. And, oh my goodness! And, and, did she and, actually only come up to see the show? Yeah, wow, my sister was just like she just couldn't. You know, she, didn't, just, she didn't want to know. She didn't want to think that she wouldn't ever see you do yeah. your stand-up show. Oh, that's amazing. I know. What an amazing woman. So it's been yeah, it's been a pretty intense month. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> How is she doing? She's doing well. She stayed with me for a little while. I mean, my house was turning a little bit into Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. There's just old people and children in every yeah, room that you're you, going to. Does your dad stay with you as well? So my dad's staying with me. And then, obviously, my, my mum and dad aren't together. Mm. And then my in-laws stay with me a couple of nights of the week as well. So it's just <laughs> it's a lot of... Uh, but your, are your mum and dad friends? or? Oh, no, they won't speak to each other. But what can, you know? What could I do? One's ill, the other one, yeah, you know, yeah. just get over it, really. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know. But are they both quite fiery? <laughs> Very. Very, very headstrong, yeah. very, very fiery, and very, very determined. How long ago did they separate? Oh, they waited. I'm, they're being very nosy. It's, oh, no, it's no, fine. fine. It's fine. Um, they they waited until um, the children about were four up. years ago. Yeah, they really? waited until then. They were like, you know, now we're going to get divorced, and you're like, are you serious? <laughs> did you know that they were going to separate? Did you? F- Oh, they should have never got together. What a disaster. <laughs> I mean, and the moment they separated, they're just, it was like weights just lifted off them. They just mm-hmm. went from being very kind of like heavy weighted people to suddenly just really having real zeal for life. I mean, my dad just kind of blossomed. How long ago was that? Sorry. Four years, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what's sad about that is that your mother had the opportunity then to mm. live the life that she wanted to live. You know, and um, but that's why you've got to do things. You've got to yes, change your body because you never know. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You never ever know. And a lot of people have said, "Oh, 
you know, do you wish you started stand up earlier? And I'm like, do you know what? F that, you know. I, no, but you, you've got to take the ball by the horns and it wouldn't have occurred to me. And also, what would I have spoken about in my 20s? <laughs> I was a complete prat. Yeah. There'd I think just been a load of self-indulgent. Yeah, you just... You no, know, there's, so there's a time for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah when you've time. got something to say and mm-hmm. when it takes... When it but takes it's good that you're doing it while you're bringing up your children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than waiting till, you know... You, yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than the regrets in life, you yeah, know? That's, yeah, I cannot agree more. And there's so many couples that stay together for the children. And yeah. And it's better to say, oh, I did something and it really backfired. Yeah. Then I never tried. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So how about you, you as a mother? What are you wanting to kind of instill in your children? Oh, I don't. I'm the worst. I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. Like, all I know is I love Nobody them to death. Does, but I say it to my children all the time. I'm like, look, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm so rubbish at this. My daughter gets really annoyed. She's like, you're fine. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna teach you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't know, and she'll get really annoyed other other time. I was saying this the other day because, like, she had to be dressed in a costume for her school play, mm-hmm. and she was reminding me in the morning. I was like, okay, I was getting it together, and I was just carrying me and my husband. We were both doing the drop off together, and I was carrying the costume that she had, and she just turned around, looked at me and Neil, and just went, "Do you think you could have put it in a carrier bag?" <laughs> <laughs> She just takes the, the costume, puts it in her teacher's hand. She's like, "Yeah, my parents didn't put it in a carry bag and label it like everyone else's parents." And she's just like, "I'll sort that out." And we just both stand there like, "Always outwitting us." Always outwitting us. Has your mother given you any life lessons? Do you think? I think it's a really good example that you give your dad that you know that kind of self confidence thing. Has you yeah, yeah. Learned anything from your mum? My, I think my mum really taught me dignity. Really? Yeah. All right. She really taught me dignity. I've never, ever, and I, I, (laughs) this is just a classic example. Like, she was in hospital in so much agony with her stomach, and she hadn't been diagnosed yet, but she was in writhing pain. And I go in, and there's this lovely nurse, and the doctor comes in, and he's this young guy, Mm -hmm. and he was like, I need to check you down there. And she'd been admitted into hospital. She didn't know she was staying in hospital. Um, And she was just like, you will not. (laughs) And I was just going, no. And the nurse is looking at me, and I'm like, no, mummy has to check you. And she's like, no. And we were just looking at each other like, what's going on? Yeah. And he was like, no, I, I, I just, I, I, you know, I'm, honestly, I know it's, up, you know, it's upsetting, it's stressful. I don't. She was like, you will not be checking me. And out he goes. And the nurse is like, is everything okay? And she's like, I'm not wearing any knickers. <laughs> I was like, I love the fact that you're in absolute agony. But you're like, I will not have a young man. Exactly. <laughs> when I'm not wearing any under, undercrackers. So the woman was like, okay, we've got a bit of a problem in a pants department. But it's just, she's always been like that. She's never been somebody... She, I've never seen her kind of crave... Um, is she reserved? She's not, she's not, she's a very sweary, fiery woman, but I've never seen her behave in a way that's, um, I've never seen her kind of be, I, I'm trying to think Inappropriate. Of yeah. She's never been inappropriate and mm. she's never, ever kind of. She's never, you've never seen her drunk. Oh, I've seen her drunk, but she still would hold her own. Yeah. Really, I've really. seen her drunk. She'd never be somebody who'd be like, you know, flirtatious or she's always had that reservedness so I've never seen her kind of I guess be silly or like she's never done the whole I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm just a meek woman kind of thing I've never seen her do that yeah. I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of a but a Geordie accent is quite a you know it's quite funny to hear she must is she funny is she 
she, she's very funny. Oh, God, she's really funny. Really dry sense of humour, really funny. In fact, I think that's the only thing her and dad had in common. Mm. They had a really, really good sense of humour. Yeah. But just, yeah, just very dry, very funny, very very together. And I think I think that always... I think that was quite good as a role model. I think the pair of them were, were, were good in terms of never making you feel that you've kind of got to do the little... The girly thing. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 They were always very kind of sorted. And she's yeah. a really... Like, she did all the DIY around the house because my dad was just useless. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad would say things like, you know, oh, the curtain rail will come down. He's like, oh, we need to hire a technician. It's like, that's my job. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> curtain rail technician. Dad. Yeah. Because he'd come from such a privileged background where everything was done for him. So oh, she really? was just hands-on. Yeah, the yeah. car, everything. She's yeah. just a very... She could, she could sort it. And do you try and instill some of that into your children and some of the stuff that they've passed on to you? That you're yeah, sure of yourself and yeah. And it's weird having How a son. Actually, is that now, though? what what do you mean? It's weird having a son because there was no boys in the family, so I don't know. Like with your girl, yeah. you've got this whole thing of you've got to be confident, you've got to be yeah. this, and then with your boy, you're just like, okay, well, don't be too don't confident. Be a not- <laughs> 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 Don't go out there thinking you're all that, all yeah, right? Because you've got enough of them. Really um, but then it's really hard because you're looking at him going, you are the most gorgeous yeah. person. If yeah. any woman didn't want you, she'd be... I know. But then also yeah, yeah. I really want you to respect women yeah. and not be an arse. Yeah, of course. Um, I apologise for the ambulance going past. Carry on. So, yeah, it's quite a different dynamic for you to... Yeah. Yeah, or when he just goes and bashes his sister and you're like, You never hit girls. Yeah. And then you're trying to say to her, Hit him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Stand up for Such yourself. Different rules. <laughs> yeah. But then you don't want her to hit him. So no, yeah, it's quite it's, yeah, it's quite a funny dynamic. Is the boy older? No, he's younger. What are the names? Um, my daughter's called Layla and lovely. my son's called Callum. Oh, Callum. Scottish name. Scottish name. It's hard finding a boy's name. Yeah. What's your son called? Christian. Which is K R I S T I E N. It's my father's name. It was my father's name. It's a Norwegian name. It's hard to find a it's hard to find a boy's name. Because with girls' names, they can sound so pretty. Like, yeah. you've got Kate. That's lovely as a little girl's name. Yeah. And as a grown woman, Katie. it's a great... Katie. Katie. Katie with a Y. Katie with a Y. What Katie did next? That okay. was a boot. <laughs> I know. That was the sequel, actually. <laughs> oh, sorry. What Katie did. What Katie did. Yeah. There's so many girls' names that are lovely. And yeah. you can see them as grown women. But with boys' names, they all sound really old. It's like, you know, little well, my- baby Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian. But we're, we're all Kays. I'm KK. Katie's uh, KK. And Christian's KK. She thinks she's on purpose. Yes, she did. got a theme. Yeah. I have a theme. I've got a theme. I always knew I wanted to call my daughter Layla. I knew that from day one. So I was like, I name. love Layla because yeah. it's a strong name, but a pretty name as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so I like the name Layla, um, and I was the, my husband just knew there was no way we were going to have any other name. But with boys' names, we really struggled. Mm. Like my husband really liked William, and I was like, Oh no, <laughs> Will Manito. Isn't that an estate agent? <laughs> Hi, he'd be he'd be the oh he'd be a tosser. <laughs> Manito is Spanish. Uh, Spanish. It's a great. Right. 
last name that's a really lovely name yeah I know but when because my surname used to be Lutfi that was my Arabic name mm-hmm. and then I, when I got married I was like I'll change it to Manito and finally I'll have a name that people can pronounce and spell and, and the, amount, the amount of times I'm introduced on stage as Esther Mendoza Esther <laughs> <laughs> Mojito yeah, yeah. like oh come, come on, on. Yeah, exactly um, so are you having a nice time this fringe how's it going it's going really well. It's been there's been highs and lows. Yeah, uh, I've had uh, uh, some lovely reviews. The audiences have been just across the board awesome. Apart from uh, one audience where I only had eight people in oh and God. a reviewer, and I didn't realise who was there, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to chat to the audience a bit, and it'll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's have you been reading reviews? Or have you been I have been reading reviews because I haven't so far. I mean, he wasn't impressed, that, that man, but then I accept that because, you know, we all have our moments. <laughs> but um, so far, I've, I've kind of taken on board everything they've said, and really? I can see where they're coming from, apart from the Scotsman who referred to me as a middle-aged woman. Oh, for um, God's no. sake. The Scotsman uh, yeah. newspaper did, yeah. dearly. Well, there you go. But, I mean, it was still read as a, as a nice review, but again... It's just that subconscious thing, and that's what I was. Tr- that's what I'm trying to highlight with my show is that the moment somebody says I am a mother, just straight away, it's like, well, you mother is that, you and what you're doing is is not fitting in with that. So clearly, we need to draw reference to that because yeah. Rich Wilson would never get referred to as a middle aged man. No. He never has been, no. and, it, and he never would be. No, yeah. but it just so happens he is. Yeah, but yeah. it would never happen no. because people be listening to that content. So again, in a way, it's kind of highlighted the need for, for, for what I'm talking about yeah. in the show. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been having a really nice time. What's the plan for the show after the Fringe? Do you know? Are you going to can it? Or are you going to try and do it in other places? Or? Um, you never I can a show. Well, are you going to just call it quits? Are you going to try and tour it? Or I don't know, because my, my philosophy in life mm-hmm. since starting doing stand-up is to have zero expectations. Yeah. So I go into everything going, mm-hmm. it may be absolutely horrific it may be brilliant I'm not going to think I'm not going to have any expectations whatsoever yeah and whatever happens happens yeah it's out of your control so I came up to this fringe just going whatever I I don't know it could be the worst it could be nice it could be fine Mm -hmm. we don't know yeah so and so far so far it's been good it'd be nice to wake up once without chronic anxiety oh god no we spoke about that with um, yeah, Grace, Grace Campbell, Campbell as, well. Yeah, as well. She said Every that. Day. Well, she said that now one day she's not woken yeah. up with. But that. have you had a day off? Yeah. How did you? I went for a massage. Yeah. Yeah. Just a nice day. Yeah, I had a nice, nice day off. That was nice. I really felt actually just the weight of going. <sighs> yeah. Okay, there's no one coming to judge me because I think if it was just audiences and you didn't have reviews and stuff, you would relax a lot judges more. Judges or all yeah. those kind of things. But yeah. I think the yeah, I think the 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 constant you better meet up to our expectations yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I can't yeah no I can imagine um, so that that's quite stressful yeah but you know I need, I need to have more time and what what's the future for you what does the future hold don't know Karen <laughs> really don't know could be dead next week <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no oh, no no <laughs> Um, Would you like to write another show for Edinburgh? I'd love. Uh, oh, wow. uh, well, okay, maybe not Edinburgh next year. Like I do to want to do another show. show. I've started thinking about topics for another show. Yeah. Um, so I've, I have started thinking there are things What's I'd like next? to talk about. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, what have I got on next year? Going back to Dubai Opera House, we're now doing an all-female lineup. Yeah, uh, wow. Dubai. So 20, March 2020. Ooh. Amazing. Um, Who's going out there with you? Me, Fatah Helgori, uh, Maria Shihata, and Janine Harini. Oh, great! Yeah, lovely. Lovely. It's pretty epic. She's Janine's uh, won. BBC. BBC. Oh, did she yesterday. win? Yeah, oh, she was it won last yesterday. Night? Yesterday, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I really want to see her show. Have you, have you seen her show? Um, I've gigged with Janine a lot. Have I haven't seen her show. Yeah, I've no, been out to the places. But, um, yeah, oh, don't go God. over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying over there. <laughs> yeah. My God, she must be on such a high. Yeah, no. What a fringe she's having. Yeah, she's having a good fringe, yeah. She's having a very good fringe. <laughs> you're having a good fringe. So, are your, your, your family For your debut up? show. Yeah, yeah, you're having a great... Well, yeah. we, from the outside, you look like you're having a good Well, the audience has been... Fringe. It's been amazing, the response I've had from the audiences. Yeah. I've got to say, that has been the nicest thing. I yeah, and that's I've, what you need to do it yeah. for. It's not for... Yeah. All the other nonsense. Yeah. No, no. Have you have you met Zoe Lyons? No. We should introduce you to Zoe. She's lovely. Yeah. She mm. she's very supportive of all the women. I've um I've gone mm-hmm. to see her stand up her show. That she's she's, she's amazing. Oh, she's yes, amazing. I'm doing something with her this evening. We're doing that. Just remembered. Uh, no, she's great. Oh, you she's need to drive her. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, gigs tonight. Sorry, gigs. Logistics. Just put that admin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Let's just put that admin in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I interrupted me. I was going to ask a question, and I've forgotten now. So there you are, then. Because um, we're we're kind of tired. Are you oh, tired? your children are coming up tomorrow. Yeah, are they yeah, here for the rest of the time, or what? Yeah, they are. They're here for the rest. Are of you? Time. But like, uh, is your I husband coming up as well? Nope. No. Who's coming up with them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're just putting them on the train. Putting them on the train. Do you know that's what my um, family used to do when I was little? I just used to get on a plane that's myself. They used to do to yeah. Me too. Well. My mum and dad put me and my brother. I was four. He was five. Put us on a train, a train, a plane to Norway. Yeah. And my grandparents would. Well, they would just say to the air steward. Yeah. Their kids. Yeah, look after them. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I remember going to the airport to greet my cousin, and she was like seven, coming from Egypt. <laughs> God. But it does make you a bit less scared of things. I've got yeah, to say, you get independence. Yeah, from like it, you yeah. don't, you don't, you're not fear. Well, you. maybe life wasn't as scary then. I don't know. Maybe, but I do notice things. Like um, with my daughter, I took her to Lebanon, and um, because we live in London and it's so multicultural, mm-hmm. it really has made my daughter just not see difference between people. So you go because Lebanon, there's no other race. So you literally have Arabs, and then you have. Um, Sri Lankans or Filipinos or Pakistanis working as house servants and that's all you see Mm -hmm. so my daughter walks into my cousin's house and there's a lady working in the house and my daughter just turned around and says "Um, auntie can I have this and the maid's like laughing she's like no no, I'm not your auntie and my daughter just looked at me but she just assumed these are all women in this house Mm -hmm. who are my relatives and she doesn't see and I was like "That that is from being brought up without and it just proves your point that these things are taught to us, like the fear, division, racism, mm. they're all taught because if you grow up without any awareness of it, it's not there, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, God, we're lucky, we're so lucky yeah. that our kids are I know people are so judgmental, aren't they? They yeah. just look at people and decide. Yeah, 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 definitely. So are they coming up on their own or not? No, <laughs> Katie's worried that they're <laughs> trying to divert. <laughs> just getting on the boat. 
<laughs> Sitting in the wee first class carriage God. there. <laughs> my um, my friend, who's their godmother, is bringing them up. Oh, cool. Good. And, and she's she, staying with you as She's well. staying with us, so she's getting a, a so free you've got fringe some holiday. support yeah. to Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just yeah. So you'll be looking at uh, some of the shows. That yeah, you need to... all the kids shows. Yeah, kids shows. I'll be doing with them, and mm. it'll be nice to be distracted. Actually, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, of... you won't get that like, anxiety thing yeah. if you've got something to focus on. Uh, are you staying on your own? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that yeah, but that, that dream couldn't stay with other comics. Mm. No, 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 no. Can you imagine? We'd all just be sat in a house crying. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. Everyone getting really bitter about everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, did you get a four star set? Yeah. No. no yeah. Where are you staying? Are you offering the medals? No, I'm at Haymarket. Oh, nice. But the but the comics that you've met here, they're all supportive, aren't they? Yeah, I only hang around with a few comics. I'm I'm not very. Um, I said this. You know Heidi Regan. Obviously, yeah, she's yes, one so you think you're funny. And we got the train up together, and she was just like, "Well, I'll be around." And blah blah. I was like, "No offense, I'm literally going to scuttle back and forth from my show because I'm such a anxious person, and I'll verbalise that, and it will just be horrific for anyone mm. around me. So I'm just going to get on with it." You're um, pretty close with Ryan Dalton, though, aren't you? Yeah, That's yeah, really we're really sweet, close. But yeah. yeah. He's lovely. Yeah. each other. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah I have really to go is. and see his show. Yeah, I need to go and see it as well. Yeah, it's so... Yeah, I've heard um, things about it. My feeling, my advice is that you <laughs> do do uh, the next five years. There you go. New show every year. <laughs> right. As opposed <laughs> sure. to taking... No, but as opposed to taking a year out. Maybe not five years, maybe three well, okay. Three. Will you have me back? Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm going to do my show next year. It's going Completely to be about naked. like violent <laughs> sexual acts. <and> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be called "Look at My Minge" <laughs> at the Fringe. So whatever you want to do artistically, <laughs> I as do not have the self confidence as much as my parents can still do. Yeah, yeah. I do not <laughs> have that. <laughs> Uh, no, but your advice would be to keep the momentum going, I think yes, is what you're saying. that's what I'm saying, Katie, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, you're always good at articulating what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so, Mum, tell me about the old days, what was it like? And and I, I can't to... remember. <laughs> I yeah, can't remember. don't remember overly fake tanning her. No, exactly, <laughs> to be scary spice. Although my daughter did announce uh, in front of a lot of other mothers, do you remember when I broke my arm and you didn't believe me, Mum, and I had to ask to go to hospital? <laughs> 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 Shut up. Right yeah. yeah, well, it's something like that that um, Maisie Adams showed about, isn't it? Mm. About oh, really? making mistakes yeah. and uh, it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. Oh, I think it's fine. Regrets is the one you don't want to have. No, that's right. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Thank you so much, you Esther. It's been a dream to talk to you. And we have a lovely last 10 ish days. 10 days. Ten days. Yes. Yeah. I just think It'll about it this by, way. I promise. I promise. You've already Especially done. Kids here. You've yeah. already done thirteen. More than that, surely. Hang no, on. thirteen and eleven are twenty-five, aren't they? No, but I did my first <laughs> on the thirty-first. Oh yeah, yeah, but still. Still, yeah, still. Right. You're over halfway anyway. <laughs> You're over halfway. <laughs> and enjoy having the family up. And yeah, I'm so sorry to hear about your mother. I hope. Yeah. Oh no, sure. she she's a she's a sturdy old girl. Trooper. 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 She is a trooper. Yeah. Okay, now. She's only five and a half. And then, but she's, it's so lovely that she, she got to slip her way up here. Got to see. She's never had a friend up. No. 
She is the most headstrong person yeah. in the world. Yeah. It is. She yeah. decided she was coming up. She was going to yeah, be it. here. That's yeah. it. Yeah, well, amazing. it's yeah. good to have a strong mum. I yeah. think. <laughs> I'm just talking about myself being a strong friend. <laughs> Thank you so much, You're Esther. Have welcome. a great Thank fringe. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mama said there'll be days like this. There'll be days like this. Mama said.